This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Jürgen, uh, start with something nice, actually. Have you heard back from Adebayo Akifenwa after you hit him up with a congratulatory message? And when are you partying with him? <laughs> when it's possible. Uh, in the future, one day, I don't know exactly. But he is invited for the, um, for the parade, 100%. So I saw that before the video, um, when he was sitting in the team meeting in our show, <laughs> in a Liverpool kit, which I thought it was really funny. Um, and uh, no, I watched a game last night. Yes, he responded. He sent a video back. <laughs> well, what did he say? That's private. At least a few things in life should stay private. It was nice. It was nice. He was obviously really happy. Uh, something we're asking all managers today is what your thoughts are on the decision to overturn Manchester City's European ban. And also, what does that mean for financial fair play now? I think we should move that question to the end, because if I give my answer now, then nobody will listen to the rest. <laughs> no, it's a joke. Um, um, oh. I don't even know if I if I um, can answer it. It's my, one of the big issues I have is obviously it's a, I think it's a serious subject. So um, and then I, you know I said it a couple of times before um, that not speaking in your native language is a problem, um, obviously. So let's start like this. I'm I'm from a personal point of view. I'm I'm happy that City can play Champions League next year because if I think about the league and City has. Um, 10, 12 games less. Less, I, I, I don't see <laughs> for resting players. I have, so I don't see any chance for any teams um, in the league, honestly. And um, apart from that, um, uh, I, I have absolutely, I, I, I've, I don't wish anybody anything bad. And stuff. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy that City can play Champions League, but um, I don't think it was a good day for football yesterday, to be honest. Just because. Um, um, I think FFP is a is a good idea. It's there for protecting teams, protecting the competition. Um, that was the the idea in the, in the start that um, nobody overspends stuff like this. That pay, clubs can before the season can have to make sure that the money they want to spend is um, is based on the right sources. Let me say it like this. Um, and I am on top of that. I come from Germany. I'm educated in a completely different system. Um, the majority of my life, we have, we have a, a different club. We have different club structures. Um, that's a, a club, really club structure and not owner-based um, system. So for me, we, we never probably Germany, as long as they have stick to that system, they never will have these kind of problems. Um, it's just clear where you get the money from um, before the season. You get your license. If you don't get the license, then you can, can't be part of the competition. That's, uh, maybe you know that this licensing system in Germany. So makes it slightly difficult, but um, yeah, I think really FFP is a good idea. And um, But I don't know. I don't know if anybody of you knows more. I read a little bit about um, the, the, the judgment or the, the verdict, whatever, um, what they said, why it was like it was, and how is that? It's not, a, it's not up to me um, to, to judge this, and I don't. Um, I only think um, this FFP frame, which is for all of us, we all should stick to. That's, that's all I, I can say. That's what, what rules are for. And I really hope that um, FFP stays just because um, it gives at least kind of um, uh, like borders where you can go to but not over it. And um, I think that's good for football. Honestly, if we start, if we start doing that, nobody has to care anymore at all, and the richest P 
people or countries can do what they want in football, that would make the competition really difficult. And I think that would lead automatically then in kind of a, a world super league with like 10 clubs. And um, I don't know exactly the clubs. It depends then not to the name of the clubs. It depends to the people who own the clubs um, and then they can play against each other. Plus, I think it makes sense that we have these kind of rules. But about the the, the, the case from yesterday or the the, the, the um, the judgment from yesterday. I don't know enough, or I didn't understand it properly. Um, why it? Uh, why this was the judgment? I don't know. Morgan. We're looking ahead to the game, then. I just wonder what differences you see in Arsenal under Mikel Arteta, and is this a side that will again be challenging the top four in the not too distant future, at least? Unfortunately, probably yes. <laughs> it looks very much so. It's um, Mikel is, is, is part of this very exciting new coaching generation or manager's generation. Um, really exciting to watch. Um, you can see the ideas behind. Obviously, that's good. Influenced by 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 Pep, he worked together with him. Probably they had the same idea already before when 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 Mikel was still a player. Um, and so yes, it's a you can see a massive influence. Of him, and um, on top of that, obviously Arsenal a really exciting squad, and all the all the different um, the offensive, they have more experienced offensive players, which which a massive quality, and then coming up a lot of really really good ones. So yeah, looks like um, Arsenal will be a proper challenger again. Thank you, Thank you. Vinny, uh, Simon Crabtree. Hi, Jurgen. Um, can I can just ask you about sort of any team news, really. I'm just wondering whether James Milner has perhaps got any chance of playing before the end of the season or if there's any fresh injuries that maybe we don't know about. My last information is, and that's from yesterday, because today I didn't speak to anybody. We have training later. Um, the last one was that Millie should be is in contention or, or is pretty safe for, for the Chelsea game. Um, and nobody told me yet that he will be available tomorrow um, and it didn't rain yesterday so that doesn't um, it's not a good sign then but it's um, will be fine for Chelsea I'm pretty sure um, apart from that no new injuries on the list so we have, should have the same squad like we had for the um, Burnley game good um, in the Lupal Echo today our friends there said it was three years to the day since Mo Salah made his first appearance in a Liverpool shirt in that pre-season friendly against Wigan when he scored and, and went off at half-time. And if he plays against Arsenal, it will be his 150th competitive appearance. So I'm just wondering if this is a good time for you to remind us about the first time that he really came on to your radar as a player and, and the first time as well that you thought, we've got to have him now. First of all, that, that means he played 50 games a year each season, 50 games. And still counting, so probably then, yeah, unbelievable. So it's a big number, and, and, and obviously he was lucky. We were lucky that he could play all these games because he was not injured, which is good. Um, and on the yeah, exactly, um, yeah. And then it, I, I was very positive in the moment when we, when when it was clear that we that we have him, that we signed him uh, about his about his. Which I remember the, our talk. Um, where it was um, when we had when we first met face to face, and um, when we spoke about, um, he said, "Salio, so what's your favorite position? Yeah, it would be right wing, uh, okay. But Salio Mane is playing there. He's, he told me and and said, and he plays a pretty good season. Eh? 
uh, yeah, he thinks does, but he can play the other wing as well. So that was pretty much the start. And um, it was the idea was clear how we want to play with the with the boys up front there. Um, but it worked out in a in a manner which we couldn't have expected. Obviously, they scored now 250 um, goals since um, they played together or are involved in 250 goals. I'm not sure, but it's an incredible number. So yeah was a good day for Liverpool and a very good day as well for Paul Moore because I think it, it, it fit really, fits really well. And that's very important in life um, that you, you cannot change the world alone, but together with the right people around you, you have a better chance to do it. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Juliet, what do you say? Hey, again. Um, just listening to what you said about FFP with, with you know, the richest clubs in the country, if, if they don't stick to it, it, it kind of can make football more difficult. And when you see someone like Adebayo Akinfenwa, beast mode last night, just enjoying his success, although he's never played at the highest level, um, but the journey that he's been on, he didn't have a club four years ago, promoted to the championship and everything else. Does that bring you happiness and joy when you see players do that just as much as your own players winning the Premier League, winning the Champions League? All at once. It's, it's you don't have to mention one thing to to celebrate um, the other thing. It was just nice to see. And I was yesterday before the game. To be one hundred percent honest, um, um, I'm, I'm neither. Why can't we? What is why why can Wickham Wickham Wickham? How you say it? Wickham um, supporter or Oxford supporter? But Ben Woodburn uh, plays for Oxford. Oxford. So we were slight. I was slightly more on the side of Oxford. But I watched the game just for um, because I want to see it. And um, then uh, when they won it, and um, that's, that's just nice. If you see how much it means to them. I, I don't, as when you are involved, I don't like the playoffs too much. I was um, in my life once or twice. It's uh, the pressure is really is, is incredible. It's it's not a lot of lot to do with enjoyment, but the winner for the winner afterwards is obviously um, outstanding. And I, I, I liked it a lot. Um, it meant a lot to the manager last night. Obviously to all the players there, it meant a lot. And it was on the other side really hard for the Oxford boys. So that's how football is sometimes. Right? There's only one winner possible in these kind of games. And it was last night. Um, yeah. Uh, not Oxford, obviously. And that's um, that's how it is. But um, no, I, I just enjoy these kind of stories. Of course, I like it um, because you how you know, as a player, I was in, in, in similar situations. So that, that's how it is. And um, football meant everything to me before I before somebody thought. It's worth to give him some money for it, um, and um, that's why it, that never changed, and um, that's why I why I always will love this game because you can fulfill your own dreams. It just depends to the dreams, and um, for um, some teams um, it's a bit earlier. For other teams, they have to wait, uh, wait a little bit longer. But if you work hard, there's still a chance for you and still a, a possibility for you. And um, yeah, I hope. Um, this game stays like it is, and I'm not worried about that. This game will always have these kind of, we always will have find these kind of chances. Um, it's just exactly how it should be. If you work really hard, you can make it. Fantastic. Thank you, Juliet. We go to James Mountford from BBC Merseyside for two questions. James, if you could unmute, we can't hear you. Maybe James Mountford's not there. Sorry, James, you're not on, you've not muted yourself. So we'll go to Carl Markham, who's next up. Carl? There we are. 
Um, there's been some suggestion in the last couple of days that uh, the club are going to take a, an option on Dejan Lovren's contract for another year. Um, it's not been the best season for him with, I think, 15 appearances. I just wonder where you, you see his his future. Okay, so almost 15 appearances, unfortunately, um, a couple of times injured, once for sure. Um, it was not available. Dejan played for us um, outstanding games. So uh, was always a very, very, is, is a very important part of the squad. Um, and yeah, absolutely no no problem. It's always like this. We have we have four centre-halves uh, and we, we play usually with two of them. And But we needed all four always. So very, very important role. Played for us the Champions League final, played a lot of big games, um, and really, and was a very, very, is always a very reliable um, um, player. So nothing else to say about it, to be honest. Is there a, a, a value to the experience he has? He's, well, he's what, 30, what, is he on now? So 30, so is, is, there a, is there a value you place on the experience he has for you? Yeah, absolutely. How I said, since I'm in, Dejan was always either in the team or close to the team. Um, all not available. There was nothing, nothing else. So we never had problems. So it's all good. But nothing to say about the contract situation because that's nothing um, to discuss in the public. It's just how it is. I think the, the, the situation is absolutely clear. Uh, Dejan is a player of LFC and um, we need him. In this moment, again, with, with Joel injured, we, we have again only two and um, uh, only three centre-halves. So uh, one more injured and Dejan had a little problem the last two weeks. Um, not massive, but little. It's now available again. Um, yeah, that's what you need. What you want, if you you need the quality um, we have on a centre half position to be successful, and that's why we there's nothing really to discuss. Okay, fantastic. Carl, we'll try James Mountford again for one from BBC Merseyside. James, James. Hello, Jurgen. Can you hear me this time? Yes, you're unmuted. Oh, wonderful. Uh, thank you. Uh, Jürgen, you mentioned earlier about Mikel Arteta um, and he has obviously made the successful transition from becoming a, uh, from being a player to becoming a manager. I just wonder, Jürgen, what potential do you see in your own squad for future managers? A lot, of, a lot of, a lot of talents in there because we have very um, good characters that, um, so like leaders in the team, which is um, obviously one fact, but the, the the other guys are maybe too young to judge that now. So it's not too, too important to think about that now. The first and foremost, you, you have to want it as a player. You want to be a manager because you have to learn it. If you are ready to learn it, it's not it's not rocket science. Eh? So um, if you have then the right um, leadership skills, if you if you are ready to work hard, because that's the first thing you have to you have to um, accept. Uh, some players after their career say, okay, football, um, I have now enough for a while. That's absolutely okay if you make a, want to travel for a year or so, but then you have to start. And then you have to start working because so until the end of your career, you saw the game mainly um, only your perspective on the pitch and you need to get a bigger view on it. Um, and that's something that doesn't work without hours and hours and hours watching football games and try to understand why uh, why things happen like they happen on the pitch. So, um, yes, we have we have talents, but I don't want to put any burden on their shoulders if they want to do it. They have, they have a lot of players who could do it. If they don't want to do it, I'm fine as well, So because they will find something else. Um, Virgil van Dijk, if he does um, uh, complete this season, um, each game he'll become 
uh, Liverpool's first uh, outfield player to be an ever-present in, in back-to-back league campaigns since Robbie Fowler did it in the mid-90s. I just wonder, Jürgen, how does Virgil look after himself off the field to enable him to be such an ever-present? Absolutely. Now we speak about Virgil, but the, the boys they do it. We, we do everything uh, around them to 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 provide the perfect um, the perfect um, things what they need for recovery. But of course, that's how I said we are not only Virgil. We Virgil played all the games, but all the others were pretty much always available. Um, a lot of them, and that makes it then that makes it easy easier to 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 to, to be on the pitch. Yeah. No, it's just um, what he has to do. He's a sensational professional, no doubt about that. But he plays centre half. Huh? They don't run exactly like the midfielders. So in some games, at least for us, <laughs> no, it's all it's uh, it's it's up to the boys. They 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 take care. And what we can do from a club side, we do of course, and we try to improve that every day. Actually, for sure, every season we try. We, we look how how that how the different recovery things work, uh, and if they're good. We stick to them and improve them. If they don't work really well, then we change them. So that's how a process is. We learn still, always, and the intensity of the game will not uh, will not stop. It will always uh, get more and more intense. So we have to make sure that we bring the boys um, every three days in the best possible shape on the pitch. Okay, and as it stands, this will be the last question in the open part before we go to the embargo. And it's from Rick, who's from ABS CBN in the Philippines. Rick, are you there? And I've unmuted yes, you. No um, good afternoon. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations, Jurgen. Thank you. On the premiership. My question is, is there anything you're looking for in these last couple of matches in terms of tactics or individual play? Something that you're looking at keenly for your players and for your team? Look, that's that's uh, difficult um, because the Premier League game is, is so is so demanding. So making changes in 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 this like oh, steps and when you play every three days is is really difficult. So the the, the most important thing in, in this moment is that we are really that we are really competitive because our opponents obviously play for everything. And so Arsenal now wants to qualify for Europe, um, and, and we, you will we will feel that, and that's what we have to make sure. And it's good. That's good for our for our for our. Our development as well, because be be making sure for ourselves that we are ready in each game, even if we don't play for anything apart from points, which for us is the main thing, the three points. And the, the boys showed me that all the time. That's why I was really, uh, again, um, really happy with the Burnley game because it was from all the Burnley games I played so far uh, with my teams um, was. One of the better ones for sure. We just didn't um, score score the goals, that, and then you have you will always struggle against Burnley because they they believe in this one chance and they, they got it, and they, that's why they they can't get, could get a point. Um, but that's what what we have to show: the attitude, the desire. That's what we have to show. Football tactics, then that I say now now let's change this and that. I that you have to for 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 changes. Timing is extremely important because you have to. Speak about them and 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 ask for them in moments when the boys are ready for that. And that's now it was all a difficult time um, with the lockdown coming back. I was happy to play again, try to find your feet again, stuff like this. We did that great. Physical status is great, 
that um, was very important as well because it showed us that the boys, when they were at home, did the okay. We observed that obviously, but that they did all the necessary stuff. So, and now we have to finish this league in a really very very difficult schedule. <laughs> Fix it with with um, Arsenal and. Chelsea, obviously, it's with the result yeah, last night, uh, especially, it's a proper fight for Champions League. So we will get the trophy that night. And, and Chelsea fights here with all they have for the Champions League. That will be an interesting game as well. And then last game, Newcastle, which I know, meanwhile, is for some reason, anyway, a pretty intense game. Um, so that's how it is. So I don't ask for, for changes. I ask for consistency. I want to see us consistent um, performing on our highest level and then it's always like this if you don't score and that happens in football then you have to invest even more if you score then you maybe you can make your life slightly easier but without scoring football will always stay a proper fight and so far the boys were really ready for that so i'm fine with that okay thank you you've been listening to the blood red podcast from the liverpool echo